Amen. The topic for today is the courage to build staying power. Amen. We need to have courage to build staying power. And how to do that? By making right choices in our lives. We have to make choices that will sustain us. Choices that will make us to prosper in this life. Amen. We realize that life is a series of choices. Each determining the route or path it will take. So not making decision, a decision, it's a decision itself. So be aware that it's quite important to make decisions and make choices in life. All choices have consequences which will directly affect us as those and those around us. Be aware how is that a decision or affect it's your life, I don't care. But at the end of the day, you are affecting those around you. You can choose to stay or to take liquor and over irresponsible, taking the money of budget because we're now on our one thousand rent at last. But just know that you are affecting the budget of the family. It might be your choice to do whatever you are doing. Decisions that you are making, check the impact because they may negatively impact other people. Amen. So be aware that all choices have consequences which will directly affect us around us for good or for our detriment. So evaluate the choices you make in life. The question is, will you choose life? While everything in life is not laid out in black and white choices, there are still decisions we can make that gives us direction and purpose. You know, sometimes you don't have a manual to make the right choices, but as you get exposed to life, as you experience life, make wise decisions. Amen. So by the power of God living in us, if we not make the right choices, by default, the opposite happens. So we need to be aware. If usa choose who is the right, utro pila obvious la. Why is life obvious? How about an adult? How kala over a teenager or so on? You think it's your right to start smoking, to start living a reckless life because you are a decision maker. Be aware; it's going to affect you one of the days. Amen. So the first story after the creation in Genesis is about a choice. And that we read from Genesis chapter 3. But before that, let me just give you a background. If without Adam's leadership chose to take a fruit from a tree that gave her the ability to decide what was right or wrong. You remember in the garden after God created Adam and Eve, the Bible says he gave them the rules, the commandments not to touch certain things. That was a power of choice. It was a matter of them deciding on something. It means they had a choice because recklessly. Because you know that everything will be taken care of. I mean, look at a young, a baby. A baby like a emamo or Ale on top of a roof. If you are standing around, and you think, and Nana goes because they don't understand the power of choices. And then you as a parent, it's your responsibility to catch that child. So be aware that without clear uh, information you can make reckless decisions. Amen. Uh, and we realize that Hanka Amamela, the leadership of the husband, and because of that, he made, she made wrong decisions. Instead of allowing God the ultimate white place of authority, she chose to redefine truth on her own terms. You know how how little binky osamameli otalimala, you'll crash. So learn to know that God did not give us the power to make all decisions because He is the only Almighty. You are not Almighty. You are like God, but you are not Almighty. 
So you don't know it all because it is God Jehovah, the only one who is the Alpha and the Omega. That's why he says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, which simply means the steps of those who align them, their lives with the word of God. God will guide them to the right path because God is all-knowing. We are limited. We are not all-knowing. And if you surrender your life to God, you give God that, uh, that uh, decision, that power to make decisions for you, to help you, guide you. You know, last week, Saturday, Nerluko, Women of Destiny, and Mapafile said something so powerful. And even when you go to a shop choosing to buy something, Get into the dressing room with the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, is it okay for me? And he will tell you that, no, no, that one is too revealing. Leave it out or something. And if it's good, you will say, good. And you know what God does when he said it's good? He stands back a little bit and say, that's good. Then you can come out of the dressing room and go and purchase your whatever. God is good. God is loving and God is a good advisor. Amen. Since that time, we have all been faced with the same choice. Now, ever since in the beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, they were in paradise. They were in a space where they didn't have to make any decisions because they had close fellowship with God, and God would come to them, have conversations, this and that and that, and imagine the wisdom of Adam naming all everything that we have today. Now, this is how close it was with God. Nebasabona had a bigger picture, but there was that commandment, don't, don't touch, and they obeyed that until one fateful day when the devil came in the garden. So we realize that because of a bad decision that Eve made and Adam was, didn't advise Eve, we are suffering the, same, the consequences. That's why today you have to make choices that are informed by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Will we fall as victims to the enemy's lies that we can do life better on our own? Most of us, what I want. But will you fall under the same deception if I learn through you? It's not worth it. Obey the word of God and allow God to guide you. So let us choose to believe God because God has a better plan for our lives. Amen. God's word, the truth, teaches us there is a better way. His way is a better way. This choice is a path of life. When you choose God's way, it means you want to live a life that is worthy of the calling of God Almighty. So there are two forces at work in this world, each with a plan to capture our hearts and devotion. You know when you commit to something, we rather nine-nine. Whether it's the word of God or Gilefati, it depends what is it that you allow to capture your heart. So there is good and evil, God or Satan, nothing between. Amen. So choose life or death will choose you. So my prayer is make a conscious decision to choose life so that you may live. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 7, like I said, it will help us understand the story of Adam and Eve. It says, the serpent was clever, more clever than any wild animal God had made. He spoke to the woman, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? Satan, urikenaka. It was between God and Eve and Adam. So when what's your role? Why do you have to understand conversations between God and man? But here it is, the one who is a deceiver saying, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, don't eat from it. Don't even touch it or you will die. So the woman knew the commandment. It was clear that they were told, don't touch the tree in the middle of the garden. The serpent told the woman, you won't die 
Most of us, the first day you committed wrong, you were so confident because you thought you'll overcome that. You thought you are clever enough, you'll bypass the consequences of all the wrongs that you're doing. So the devil, the devil says to Eve, you won't die. God knows that the moment you eat from the tree, you will see what's really going on. You will be judged like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. This is true. I get God said that. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. But now the devil is saying to Eve, why do you want more? I mean, it's like the thing here yeah, now, you, you have parents who raised you. And along the way, you became a success story because they've paved your way. They helped you to be prosperous. How so only prosperous you think that you are better than your parents? It's not possible. It's just not possible. Do you remember the sacrifices that they made? And they've gone through all that pain. And today, because you think you are better off than your parents, it's not possible. It's not possible. When the woman saw verse 6, when the woman saw that the tree looked good, looked like good eating and realizing what she should, what you would get out of it, he'd know everything. Can you imagine? If I eat from this, I will know everything. What was she lacking? Nothing. Nothing. So you realize that this is the deception of the... Why is it that she would want to know everything? Meanwhile, together with Adam, they named everything that was never before, that never had a name before. Amen. She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband and he ate. Immediately the two of them did see what what's really going on, saw themselves naked. They sewed fixed leaves together as makeshift clothes for themselves. Now, here is your situation. The first time you steal, you think that, little do you realize that you are creating a trail for yourself. One day you'll be caught. And because nothing happened, she gave the fruit to Adam. Adam didn't argue. Adam didn't say anything. Receive the fruit and ate the fruit. Unfortunately, because when two agree, there is nothing impossible. When two agree, it means that will happen. And unfortunately, the unfortunate happened. They saw themselves naked. All along, they were naked. But because they were innocent, they didn't see it. But immediately they disobey the word of God, they realize that they are naked. And my prayer, my wish is, use the power of choice rightly. Don't allow, when you get away with murder, you think that that's the way of life. That's not the way of life. One day you'll be naked and you'll re you'll, shame will come upon you because you've been doing wrong. Amen. So the serpent symbolizes both fascinating and detestable. Satan, Yet both Adam nor Eve saw the danger embodied in the serpent. You know when you are innocent, when you are sincere, when you, don't, you are not assuming anything, it's easy to be deceived. And that's the position here, Adam and Eve. That's why the devil came and deceived them. So they were both naked in innocence. Like in Genesis chapter 2, God says he created both men. And they were naked and they were innocent about it. There was no issue. 
Today, once I become innocent, your minds won't be... Once I become naked, your minds won't be innocent. Yo. So you realize that the serpent was crafty and sneaky. In Eve's innocent and unassuming mind, she showed no surprise on hearing strange voices from the snake. So it was like, oh, there's another voice in the garden. Let's listen to what this voice is saying. Like there are many voices battling to control your mind. By arguing that God had an ulterior motive, the snake appealed to Eve's sense of fair play. If ever you are told, I guess some people when they start growing and maturing, they are saying, no, Christianity, they are, what do they say? They manipulate you. They make you believe what is true. It's okay to do wrong because you are here on earth. Enjoy life. That's a lie from the devil. You must be responsible. You must make right choices. And this is it because uh, as the snake told Eve that God doesn't want you to see the bigger picture. But because you want to see the bigger picture, you allow deception to come your way. Amen. So God's fullness of knowledge was one of the superiorities that set him apart from the woman. That's what we are saying, Kaswana. Meaning, there is no match for our God. None is equal to our God. Now, unfortunately, the serpent told Eve that you'll be equal with God when you touch that tree or you eat from that tree. So, the, but the serpent combined all God's superiority over the woman's into a risky appeal to her pride. You know, sometimes we all want to be successful and sometimes we don't understand the cost of success. There are certain things that are good for other people, but they're not good for you. You need to know your limits. You need to know your boundaries. Don't compete to a point that you commit stupid acts. Simply because you never realize that God wants you to know your boundaries. Amen. So the issue was one of obedience and disobedience to the word of God. I know it was an apple, it was a snack, it was whatever. It's not all those things. It's about obedience or disobedience. When God says don't, understand it's a command. And you need to observe it and obey it. Amen. So you realize that she took the first step and ate the fruit but did not die. She gave to her husband and he ate too. So this is where is that. I mean, we know we have the power, or, uh, the prayer of agreement. They agreed on a wrong thing and evil befell them. Just as Safira and San Ananias agreed on deceiving about the value of the property they sold. Amen. So Adam sinned with his eyes wide open. He did not even ask a question. He knew as well that she, that she ate a fruit that is forbidden, but she didn't, he didn't say anything. You know, this thing of being quiet, knowing the truth, you are guilty. You are as guilty. I know, I don't know, is the president or what? There was a time by Lungor, they were saying, if you know something about corruption and you are quiet, you are as guilty. So be aware your quietness, it doesn't help anyone. You still remember what Mordecai said to Esther. He said, your quietness doesn't help. Rather, let it be known that you are a Jew. So now, that's why Esther, Esther, Esther became courageous and approached the king to plead the case of the Jews. Amen. So the serpent was right. They knew good and evil. This is the awful truth about skilled liar. You know when you are a skilled liar, you speak the truth, but it makes a little bit. So it's difficult to separate the two. And this is exactly what the devil did. I mean, you remember even when Jesus Christ was fasting. 
Jesus had to, dis- uh, has to overcome the devil by saying, it is written. I'm not going to argue with you, devil. I'm not going to start analyzing the word of God. It is written. And I will never uh, tempt God by doing what is wrong. So unfortunately, if you don't use that power of choice, you'll be deceived by the evil one. Amen. So all of a sudden, with no one around them, but the two of them, they were ashamed. Can you imagine? I mean, two together, were naked. There was nothing wrong. But after eating the forbidden fruit, all of a sudden, they realized that they are naked. That's the power of sin. Only one. Everybody that's what it is here. Amen. Amen. Let's read the Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 to 20. It says, Look what I've done for you today. I've placed in front of you life and good, death and evil. Now, after the fall, God wanted to redeem mankind. God wanted to do something because God so loves us. He wants to have fellowship with mankind. We are made in the image of God so that we have always a family with God the Father. That's why the Bible says we are heirs together with Christ Jesus. Now, God wants to redeem us. And the Bible says, he, now, we, now that we are aware that there is good and bad, now it means we have power of choice. Before, there was not much power of power, but a commandment to obey. Now that you are exposed to good and evil, you do have a power of choice. You can choose what is right and so on. Verse 16. And I command you today, love God, your God. Walk in his ways, keep his commandments, regulations, and rules so that you will live, really live, live exuberantly, blessed by God, your God, in the land you are about to enter and possess. Maybe this was Canaan land to the children of Israel because Moses was taking them to the land of promise. But maybe to you, it's your salvation. God is taking you to a place where there is joy, there's peace. God is taking you to eternal life. And he says, the life there is exuberantly blessed. You live like a spoiled child because I as Jehovah God will take care of you. And now, Moses is challenging the children of Israel that understand when God says, obey my commandments. Live by the principles of my word. Verse 17. But I warn you, if you have a change of heart, refuse to listen obediently and willfully go off to serve and worship other gods, you will most certainly Die. Through Moses, for sure, I get another for sure, for sure, you are going to die if you don't obey the commandments of God. That's exactly what it is, and we can't negotiate it. So the thing is this it's your choice to obey the ways of God. No one can force you to obey God, but it's your choice. But here, Moses is making the children of Israel aware that. If you don't obey, if you change your heart, if you want to be for, if you want to start saving foreign gods, for sure you will die. That's what he's saying. And then he says when he continues, you won't last long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. If you think that forsaking God and you're going to live another life, you won't last long because there's nothing that will sustain you. That's not where the blessings of God are. Amen. 19. 
I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I place before you life and death, blessings and cares. Choose life so that you and your children will live. I thank God because good and evil is around and so on. But he advises, choose life. Choose life so that you and your children may live. Be aware that the decisions that you are making today are going to affect the next generation. That's what he's saying. Because if you live to worship God, your children will learn the ways of God and will continue serving God because you made right decisions today. You chose what is right, obeying the commandments of God. Amen. And verse 20 says, And the love of God, your God, listen, ob listening obediently to him, firmly embracing him. Oh yes, he is life itself. He is life itself. When you come to God, you come to life. You are not coming to a dead God who is made by the hands of men. He's not God. I chose to make him God. He's moved by in my infirmities. He's God Jehovah who is looking at me favorably so that whatever I do become a success story. My God is alive. He is life itself. That's God Jehovah, the one you chose to say. The one you chose this morning to come and worship. Because he is alive and he is life itself. As long as life settled on the soil that God, your God, promised to give your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So be aware, your salvation is not in vain. It is life itself. It is life. Don't be casual with your salvation. Know God as Jehovah and understand that God wants to prosper you. There are promises that he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And those promises are yours. That's why we can sing that song, Abraham's blessings are mine. Amen. So Moses challenged the people to determine the path they would follow. As this morning, God is challenging us. Which path do you want to follow? One way led to life because God's blessings rested on it. The other way led to death and evil because God's curses rested on it. Because that's why I, I put life and death. Choose. So there are only two options. And if you don't choose, by default, you'll choose death. So rather choose. And that's why I like it. Paul puts it clear. Work out your salvation after choosing. Don't think that by laying off of hands upon your life, you'll be a holy holy. No way. You choose to say no to evil. You resist the devil so that he flees from you. Amen. So from verse 19, we realize that the present generation's choice will determine the direction on the future generation. So it's very important and very key. reckless. You are affecting the seed in you. Unlike making a right choice today. Choice, man's greatest gift. That's the choice that we're talking about. What distinguishes us from animals is our free will. You have a will. You can choose. Animals operate predominantly on instinct. We have power of choice as free moral agents. So you have power. You cannot say, I cannot do this. The devil made you do it. You chose to do it. No devil. Don't blame anybody for the decisions that you make. It doesn't matter what's your background. That's why there is hope in Christ Jesus. When you get born again, the word of God gives hope. It doesn't matter what was your background. That's why the Bible says, old things have passed away. Behold, the new has come. So it's your choice not to believe that the old things have passed away. You are holding on to the old. That's why you cannot see the hand of God upon your life. So choose what is right from today. Amen. Your will is the most powerful tool that God has given you. Even God cannot violate your will. 
That's the reality. God can't force you to do anything. But it's a power that he has given to you. One thing I love about God, Jehovah, whatever he gives you, he will not take away from you. But you can abuse it to a point that it is of no value. So my prayer is that what God has given unto us, let's value it. Let's learn to know how to keep it so that we prosper in everything we do in this life. Choice is the greatest power you possess. And all of us have got that choice. You can use it or you can misuse it. It's up to you. There is no power outside yourself that has control over this power you possess. So be aware of what a giant. I mean, think about the story of David and Goliath. He was a, 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 a he was a giant himself and a skilled soldier. David was a shepherd boy, but he knew the word of God. He understood the covenant he had. That's why he was not intimidated by the, I mean, the trained soldiers of Israel could not withstand Goliath because it was the battle of champion. One person risked the nation because if he's defeated, the whole nation is defeated. And Goliath was saying, I only want one from you. I don't want the whole uh, Troop, I don't want all the soldiers to come and fight. Only one. And the children of Israel were intimidated because they didn't know who they are. They wouldn't exercise the power of choice to say, you know what? We have chosen God. And God who was faithful, the God who took the children of Israel out of slavery into the promised land, the God who parted the Red Sea, the God who was faithful, who provided manna when they were dead, the God who gave them water out of a rock. He's the God who will give them victory in all situations. And that is the power of God. Do you know who God is and how big is your God? because there's no situation that is above God in your life. There is no weapon formed against you once you stand on the word of God. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, let us stand our ground irrespective of what happened. God who is the referee will make it a point that he doesn't count you out. But you are always a winner when it comes to standing for the truth of the word of God. So this is God Jehovah that this morning all of you, you came to worship. The God, Jehovah, the God who is the great I am, the almighty God. So these are the things that you need to know when you make choices. That Amen. So you may blame someone else for choices you made, but you and you only had the power to make those choices. Being in a relationship that is bad, you can't move out of that relationship because you were not content with who content with the little that you have. You needed more. You needed a blesser. no but a blesser, and you are the blesser. Sometimes we make ourselves victims by making wrong choices. You are sent by your parents to go to university. What right or what is it that makes you a prostitute simply because you want to be successful to be seen? A successful. Uja chelete ya barababon mebaba. A blesser. Uja chelete ya family for you. May God help us to make right choices. May God help us to understand that it doesn't matter. If somebody comes to you, wants to be a blesser, it's a clear sign that they are not mature enough to understand what they are doing. You are stealing the family money, blessing someone else out there. What kind of a blessing is that? Amen. So don't blame anyone. It's not about the lack of the family. They may be barely making it, but you'll make it if ever you learn to understand. It might be the basic.
basics, but you are taken to school. The sacrifice. You know, I always admire when me barikisa ndi kip kipili matopi suko strateng. Barikisa mafia, no barikisa everything, just to build a future for you. They've made a choice where I will suffer. I'll, I'll be exposed to elements of the weather just for you. And we're now busy to bless. May God help us to realize and understand that the decisions that we sometimes make may be detrimental to us. The next thing, the poor woman, because you made wrong choices, must come and be a caregiver for you simply because you made wrong decisions. May God help us to understand that certain decisions are not worth it. They are just not worth it. So choice is the power. It is the catalyst, a substance of change. If you want to turn around your, your, your life, make decisions that are informed. Use the power of choice that God has given you. Amen. So the power of choice can elevate us to heroic heights or hurt us to a desperate level of despair. It's up to you. Many of us act as if we are in rudderless boats drifting in the sea of life. direction. without purpose. you know what? You've, you've hit the bottom rock. You are low with the understanding of life. So our destination, who knows, we arrive wherever the current of the tides take us simply because we are refusing to make decisions for our lives. So, I mean, a boat is, a rudder is quite a powerful thing. A rudder, it doesn't matter how strong winds are, but if the rudder steers the boat to the direction, there's nothing that will take it to another. There might be resistant force because it, the wind is trying to take the boat to a different direction. But fight because you know where you want to go. So my prayer is that may it be that we don't lead rudderless lives as though we don't have choices in life. So the rudder is a choice. If we use it, we can become the captain of our destiny. Use that power of choice. Use the understanding that God has given unto us how to maximize the potential positive power of choice. One, be aware of your choices. Oscar said a decision is not going to be able to do it. I can't do it. I can't We end the decision. And you allow for your mind should be adjusted by a substance so that you make wrong decision and you overthrow it. You after that. No ways. So you realize that most of the time, our boat, which is our mind, is on autopilot. Instead of making right decision, we act automatically. Don't find yourself, or because everybody is doing it, I'm going to do it. Youth, you are not married. Contraceptives are not for you. What family are you planning inside someone's family? Understand there are certain decisions that will trap you. Sex is good, but it's not for you. Understand these things and learn to understand that when God says don't, it's as good as whenever this Bible says sex before marriage is sin, it's as good as saying don't touch the tree in the middle of the garden. You'll get to know something. It's so painful to see a young girl in uniform carrying a baby, taking the baby to a Nazareth school. It's so painful. Pastor what are we doing to ourselves? 
So be aware of your choices. How tsama onso robala o sa robala ga ka di weekend o ya di le dibitsang sleep over. Careful what you are doing to yourself. We act by force or habit. Our boat will move away from the shore of success and head for the rocks. So if Evans over tla di style tsa go skailo robala tsa di weekend ha di tlile careful. You are imbibing certain values. Say Whenever the, the results of what you've been doing, Edla, I hope you'll embrace it. But you don't have the muscle because you are young. You are too young to make a decision about how to raise a child. Amen. The second thing, analyze your choices. Di analyze e potse gore ha o tshaba sekolo e se go monate o tshaba sekolo mara o tla ba le falla ba botlhale excuse ya gore sekolo wara 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 o tlo e patalla e gola and o patalla at year school fees go better ana o patetse university than the way ba tlo go jankateng it's a reality bazalan how many of us are losing money because we are ignorant of how to manage our finances o tla kerekeng ba re tlisa 10 rand to tla kra e le 1000 rand o ke la e bona kae o le fala ba botlhale because you refuse to read the commandments of the word of god the bible says tithe hire o tla kra other money from anywhere else Amen. So after realizing whether the choice is helpful or harmful, make a decision for the best. Test your decisions. If ever realize how to say or crash, make a better decision. Change. Amen. Okay, number three. Make your choice is number three. Okay. Number four. Act on your choice. Decisions without actions are worthless. Then New Year resolutions, Rehofa. Jaraya fella, can I go your review? How far are we? Wamana Karata Banya Lamba Moli, Kibona Kapulena Lankam. When's the decision are oh, Haisa Makaribe, Otta a Grace Bible Church? I tell you, what a decision. God bless you, Abu Duaka. I love you. I'm proud of you. You are, and we bless God. Oh, what thou said, Yo, powerful. There's action. Harika Murata fella for life. Babangsa, lens and little lefreya, lernyalinyal. Shoo. Boyfriend, to stop and you boyfriend. I go when Munna somebody, you know. Decisions without actions are worthless, for they are mere dreams, not plans. Arnold H. Glossel wrote, "Ideas not coupled with actions never become bigger than the brain cells they occupy." Now you realize decisions is a powerful thing. Can you imagine at the Mara are wedding at the fella? Can you imagine also only 50 years my boyfriend? Sure. I can't into a wrong life. Boyfriend. Well, I wanna how they make it like an excuse because once again. Marintate is by choice. <laughs> the fifth point, multiply your choices. Increase your choices by exposing yourself to information through reading and so forth. Google. You cannot afford to be ignorant. Information is here. Your phone always battle and data. Scott can you WhatsApp and Twitter wrong. Google are the right things. 
increase your knowledge. You can still be learned because there's information all over around us. So inform yourself. Identify the people who will help you to, to, to reach your destiny and allow them to mentor you. It is possible. Amen. Considerations in making choices. One, choose to focus on positive rather than negative. You know, some people, they are so negative. Anything you tell them, they interpret it in the negative, not in the positive. So choose to be positive. Believe, even if for the benefit stay positive. Two, choose to those who share their fears, choose to share your courage. You know, most of the time we share our fears with other people, but you are going for an interview tomorrow or you are going to read exams. Matriculants are preparing for examinations. I know even the university um, students are preparing for examinations and so on. Don't share your fear. Be confident. Study to show yourself approved so that you share your confidence with other people. You know the subject matter. Go into that examination room with confidence because you've been studying, you've been doing what is right. So don't share your fear. Oh yeah, for interview. Just have confidence in the word of God and understand the power of the word of God. Number three. Choose to stop robbing your future by being responsible and accountable. Bazalwani, most of us, we are not responsible and we are not accountable. I'm going to say something I said at 7 o'clock. It's painful, but South Africans, who has bewitched us? If pick it up is strike for their own things, why would Why are you so irresponsible? It shows the attitude of your heart. We don't love ourselves. I mean, it's worse. You know, can you imagine napkin as saturated? And you know, but but you want to lay for the whole day. Or why you're Because we make poor choices. You know, I was in Hillbrook Friday for the first time. I'm going to So, Hoyatropong is by. I kiss you once after a while. It was for sure for this year. It's for the first time I'm going to get Hillbrook. This year, Salikan. And Bazalani, what I saw there. And the pain, my own mother, I get my grandmother. And I said, I'm going to the Go heal, bro. There was flares called statesmen. Naritina atina lidi window seal. Aditasa kapraso. Kehiposo kora hakatso hamuba funga ilosheba msebizua hai. There'll be pain. I mean, unfortunately, it was starting to rain. So tilakau fella etsongodi dustbini nene mostratem korokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorokorok
Their town is Cliptown. South Africa, we have beautiful places. I wish you could travel and see what you see in other countries. But we destroy our own thing. If there's no service delivery, why do that? Why do that? You don't need any increase. It does been some nightly to show that there's too much waste. I don't know, Mazalwano, or Libona Jongtabai. I mean, like so many feet, plastic, it shows that economically we are good. Go outside, it will prove you have a failure all over, and that is waste. I do say it regularly. Yo, okay, give me number man. Four. Never be ashamed to admit that you were wrong. When you make decisions, admit, you know, sometimes we are wrong. And in our homes, how sincere, say, I'm sorry to your spouse. Don't be proud and arrogant because the Bible says we should live peaceable and quiet lives in all godliness. How sincere, look on miracle. Say, I'm sorry, I've done wrong. We don't own up our wrongs. That's why we continue making wrong decisions in life. Number five, always remember that the true measure of individual is their ideals. The breadth of their compassion, the depth of their conviction, and the length of their patience. What this really means is that learn to live with other people with understanding. Learn to know threshold and so that when you relate with them, you relate with them peaceably. Understand that when I try to do something, it's from my ideals. And my ideals may not be the actual. So when you understand that the choices that you make will be better informed because you understand how a human being reasons. So just know that God's desire for your life that we see in John 10.10. 10. I get it, the devil came and stole from us at the garden. John 10.10 10 tells us that the thief comes only to steal to kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. God is putting it clear that I have sent my son, Jesus Christ, so that you should have life in abundance. Oh, Mudimo o pilang, let it be so in your life. Onale mudimo o pulusizu. And may it be that the choices that you make are the choices that informs you, Hori. You've got a living God living in the inside of you through the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 6. It says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Bazalwani, we are eternal beings. We are spirits. We are not just flesh and blood. Hoshuakahako is not the end of you. Dr. Matolo Ubuila Hanarfa offering a communion this morning to say, if you don't tolerate your fellow church member or your colleague or something like that, for life. That shows that we are eternal beings. We are not just here on earth and after There is a part of you, the real you, your spirit, the part that God breathed in you for you to be alive. That part doesn't die. It's like God. It's not dying. The only limitation because it is in this body, it's in this house, we are limited to time and space. But our real us, the spirit that is, lives in us, is the spirit that lives eternally. So we need to understand when God, when we failed in the Garden of Eden, God gave us Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ says, I am the way. I am the truth. 
I am the life. It means there's no other way for you to connect with God, your creator, besides through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We can come with all kinds of philosophies, but without Jesus Christ, you are not going to have a close relationship. You won't be seated on the right-hand side like Jesus Christ is because you made choices that, don't, that are not taking you to heaven to be with your Father. So that's the scripture, John 14, verse 6. Mark 8, verse 16. Let's read it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? So the decisions you make, be careful about taking care of your souls. The Bible clearly tells us that Esau, uh, Lost his, his inheritance because Do you still remember just for a plate of meal, he gave Jacob the blessing Sahai, the rights Sahai as a firstborn child. Just for a place. And that's what we do as Christians. Sometimes I bless her if it's clear. Because I already turned around saying that. Turn around saying that. Life. We sell our souls. We really sell our souls. Can you imagine? God is bigger than your blesser. Why go to a scale of a blesser when God Almighty owns everything that is here on earth? Yours is to understand who this God is. That's what the Bible says here, that what does it help to lose your soul and gain the world? You may not know the names of his children, but school fees. There's no meal, Kakotlum, where now Tabiti ten rand is a place. Okay. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Make a choice to live for God so that you can have the gift of eternal life. It's so key, Bazalon. I like it when I see men proposing young girls. And a girl confident. <laughs> One thing for sure, didn't sell their soul. But got a sis movie or what? But didn't sell her soul. <laughs> so, Basalwani, let's learn to understand we have a power of choice. So sometimes, so that they can abuse you. They'd rather call me ugly. It's fine. They can't change me in any case. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15 to 16. It is so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Amen. Make the most of everything that you are exposed to. May it be that as you study the word of God, you learn as much as you can to inform the decisions that you make in life because when you have the word of God, you will be like Joseph or second president, second or what? Vice president or what? Yako Egypt. Somewhere there, The second lady in the country, Atla Ali naked. What an opportunity. Hi, Joseph Because of choices that he made. Choices, decisions to say, oh Jafasi. No snack. I again. No snack. I like it when somebody are wena. Like a sharp. 
wrong things. May God help us to know that we have a choice. You can run naked. Proverbs 4, verse 24, okay. Proverbs 4, verse 25 to 7. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Make out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. These are the choices that you can make so that you prosper in this life, so that you experience the, ab- the abundant life that God is giving unto us. And my prayer this morning is that be courageous to make right decision. Use the power of choice that, is, that God has given you. In conclusion, know that our God is a God of life, love and satisfaction. It is in God that our needs are fulfilled. So may it be that you'll make decision understanding that God is the one who will fulfill your needs. No other man can do that. But trust in the living God. Don't lean in on, on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God as Jehovah. And God who is faithful will see you through this life. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. God bless you. Father, I pray that may it be that the word that has gone forth is not another session, but it's time for reflection. A time that will help us to make choices that are informed by the power of your word. A a, a time where, Father God, it will help us to be distinct wherever we are. So that mudimwarona Jehovah, I pray for each and every one of us that is in this house, that Father, may it be that as we study the word of God, we allow the truth of the word to sink in our spirits so that it helps us to make right decision in this life. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we give you glory, honor, and adoration.